How's life? On today's episode of No Days Off, we are going over the CrossFit Games Open, the CrossFit Games quarterfinals, team quarterfinals. What did you think? What did we think? Let's have some fun. Little break from the shows and the bus rides. Last year I had a breakdown. Thoughts telling me I'm lost, getting too loud. Had to see a therapist and I found out something funny's going on up in my house. Yeah, started thinking maybe I should move out. You know, pack my car, take a new route, clean up my yard, get the noose out, hang up my heart. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of No Days Off. Jake's here. It's different. It's different here. It's different. New location. We're at the gym now. If you didn't know, we were recording at Jake's house um, before. His address is... No, I'm just kidding. If you're not subscribed to the podcast, subscribe on Apple Podcasts. I think we're going to start reworking a lot of stuff and change the name, the title of the podcast from No Days Off to something else. I don't know. What do you guys think about that? Um, me and Jake were thinking like Bloodline CrossFit Podcast or just something related more to CrossFit instead of No Days Off because we've been... Well, you know us guys. We take a few days off and we want to start producing more content for the gym, Instagram yep. reels, be able to post on YouTube and just start getting more media related to, um, to the gym and stuff like that. I don't know what you guys thoughts are. More content. Cause yeah. I think that we do, I think we do talk about awesome subjects and I'd love to kind of cut those and be able to have a, a decent background and, I agree. you know, kind of post them to our own Instagram. And I think we can help people from other gyms too, not just around this area, but around, you know, the country around the world. Um, just help yeah. them like, Hey, how do you teach a rope climb? How do you how do you work on teaching handstand pushups, kipping handstand pushups, you know, just little things like that. If you're struggling from a coaching perspective or you're struggling from an athlete perspective um, to learn things, I think that's pretty um, pretty helpful. You know, when we were growing up, um, CrossFit was a little bit different from an aspect of you had to teach yourself a lot. I mean, depending on what gym you started at, I had to teach myself how to snatch, teach myself how to clean and. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a lot of different things like that. There's a lot of roads we can go down. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff, but we want to stay on topic today because Jake and I have been in CrossFit for so many years now. You know, we're we're younger dudes, not that young anymore, but we've been doing CrossFit for a while. And one of the big things, not only do we love CrossFit from an athletic perspective, um, we're just fans of the sport, fans of, you know, the Open. We're fans of the semifinals now mm-hmm. fans of the games we want to go over what we thought honestly like I, if i say i like something you say you don't like it let's be honest about those things and let's explain it to to everybody watching or listening sure about why we don't like those things okay if that makes sense um let's start 23.1 so we're doing open 23 review and analysis analysis yeah. to Got start it. and we're going to spend you know a couple minutes on this go to the quarterfinals you give your perspective from an athletic sure you know you went through it I was, you know, a spectator and stuff like that. So we'll be able to go through all this stuff, you know. And then age group and quick. teams maybe just a little bit. Yeah. There. yeah. And I honestly think there's one big limiter that, you know, people need to start overly focusing on. And it's not strength. Hint, hint. Let's start. 23.1. First workout of 2023 in the CrossFit Open. AMRAP 14, 60 cal row, 50 toes to bar, 40 wall ball shots, 30 cleans, 20 ring muscle ups. If you get through it, back to the beginning. Yeah. I mean... This is an easy one for us. I think both of us love the workout. Mm-hmm. Love the workout. It's one of our favorite. We did this back in t- 2014. You did it too, right? In yeah. 2014. I believe I did. Yeah, I think mm-hmm. so. Um, but that's one of our favorite workouts. Um, love the style. Love the five movement style chipper. Love the ring muscle up at the end. Um, even though I'm not the best at it. Um, just style wise, I really like that. 
Yeah, I think I think word on the street was that Bosman wanted to repeat one for the first one or something like that, or some something was going to be a repeat and something was going to be engine based, something was going to be strength based, something along those lines for his thought process. And I find it interesting to see where he's going with this kind of thing. But the first workout, the first open workout, was one of my favorites ever. Yeah, and it's one that I all seek, time. Yeah, yeah, all time. I think it's a really great test. I think the bottleneck that existed was the ring muscle up. 100%. And if you could get through sets of those and get back to the rower, that's just amazing. And it's cool to see just people around the world get fitter from when it first came out. And, you know, more and more people, like, I think, like, the best score in the world, which is Roman Krennikov. Like Crush the, it. The top Over 300 athlete reps. for CrossFit in the world. Almost got back to the wall ball, which is crazy. That's crazy. Like, two, three, four reps away. Same thing with Valner. So, long story short, I think this was a really good... Um, workout, and I th- I think it's indicative of kind of like how Bosman has been programming this stuff, which I feel is he wants to have like these like bottlenecks. Yeah, he wants to have like these like hierarchies within the workout that like graduate people to the next level. I, I feel like, and we've all whether it's strength style. based or gymnastics based, you you see that that he has like these buildups within the workout to graduate to the next part. You know, I think if you it, can, if your fitness allows, if you allows, can, right, and yeah. you'll see that on the third work, third open workout too. Yeah, I think, um, I mean, this this is just giving it away, what we're going to talk about a little bit later. Um, Gymnastics-wise, this was a huge workout for you. You know, you, you can, 60 cals on the row, anybody off the street can do that. Mm-hmm. You know, can they do it properly where they can, you know, go the rest of the workout? I don't know. Pace it the right way. But toes-to-bar muscle-ups, I mean, those were, for a lot of people, you know, toes-to-bar is still, I don't want to say advanced, but it's a tough movement for people who aren't, you know, the most adept at it yet. Um, but the ring muscle-ups, separator, big-time separator for, like, athletes like us. I think we got to the rings around, like, we finished the cleans around similar time on that workout. Mm-hmm. You you, you might have been, you know, maybe 15 seconds ahead of me or something of that nature. I got through two ring muscle-ups because they're not my jam. Mm-hmm. You got through 15, mm-hmm. you know, with the time left that we had. Um, so it's just impressive because you're just – your ability to string reps together, keep a moderate rest – and then do it again is is the separator. You yeah. know, and I think your ability on gymnastics in open and quarterfinals, and we'll get to this later more, I don't want to harp on it mm. now, mm. Um, is the separator, guys. Like, everybody wants to really work strength because it looks cool. Hey, everybody watch me lift this barbell one time. Tell me how great it was. But it's the gymnastics. Like, if you want to advance, you got to have gymnastics. And I think that's the way Boz is going to program going forward is a lot of – more gymnastics-oriented stuff. Well, we saw ring muscle-ups come up twice. So we saw it in the open, and then we saw it in quarterfinals. Which we'll get to. Which which we'll get to. Um, so that's interesting. And, I mean, you saw there's advanced gymnastics in the third open workout. I just, I also felt like like having strength really helps really helped on the cleans. And if I had more strength, I felt like that would have gone easier for me, and my heart rate maybe wouldn't have been as high. I don't know, I just felt like going in the muscle-ups, my heart rate was high. Um, I know it's different when you're doing 30 power cleans at 135, you know, mid-workout at that point. I don't know. I just, I felt like that, for me, was one of the tougher parts of that workout. For me. And I I don't know, it's just, a, maybe that's just a weird quirk that I have. But I think you're right in terms of gymnastics being very, very important. And, you know, a hierarchy of gymnastics being necessary. Yeah, I agree. And I don't want to spend too much more time on that first workout. We loved that one. Um, as long as you're cool, let's get to 23.2. Yep. Um, 23.2 a, uh, am rep 15, as many reps as possible, five burpee pull-ups, 10 shuttle runs. So it, 
the way we count as the gym, twenty it would be twenty lengths, mm. um, and then you add five burpee pull ups after each round. Twenty three point two B. Excuse me, is one rep max thruster from the floor? Yeah, I you just go? yeah, I just felt like this was a. I like this test. Um, I felt like again, like the first one got my heart rate pretty high. Like I felt like my heart was beating really hard, and I think this one was the same thing too. In that whole shuttle run burpee pull up. It was cool to see the burpee pull up. Um, it's been in a couple of hero wads that aren't super well known. Yeah. Um, but I like it because I think it's one that I don't know. I I think it's one that a lot of people could do right, or a lot of people could maybe find themselves, you know, feeling good about their performance in that one. That's fair, right? You know, because you can essentially do a burpee and then jump into the pull up, which was ideal, right? And afterward, you got some strength, which. I think, you know, from a standard perspective, a little bit of more clarity on the thruster and its true true standard probably needed to be enforced. Like, should you be able to walk the bar like 10 feet in front of you? And kind of, you know, I, I just, I don't know if I, if I agree with that, the standard they employed. Like, I think you keep your feet fixed. And if you move your feet, like it's a no, you know, whatever. I, and I mean, you sent, you sent me Dan Bailey's video mm-hmm. where it wasn't a no rep, but he made himself redo it. Like, cause there was no rebend to the knee, but he walked forward. Mm. So he's like, okay, I'm going to redo this. Cause I wasn't going to count just, that. The, the, the question you're exactly right. Cause when you walk forward and your knees bend, that's, that's the question. It's not like you're, you know, waddling around if mm-hmm. that makes sense. Yeah. You know what I mean? And we had people, we had people here. At, if you like, walk forward, you consider that a rebend to the knee. Like that's, that's kind well, of when the, you walk, you're not waddling. Yeah. You know what I'm there, saying? There I'm, is a natural. Yeah. And I had to know rep, you know, how many people in the morning class, you know, it it's you feel like a dick, but it's like, dude, you're fucking, you're moving all around, and you're redipping, you're doing yeah. a push jerk, and it's just more of the nature of. I didn't like the test of the thruster. I thought the AMRAP was great. Yeah, tough shuttle runs, burpees. We as a gym held the right standard on the shuttle runs. Like, no offense to other gyms, but like we hold the right standard. Burpee pull ups, awesome. I thought they were super tough. My eyes were burning. I was wearing sweatbands, didn't wipe my eyes once. And the sweat just kept burning my eyes every time I'd look up to jump at the bar. And I'm like, oh, my God, this hurts. So I should have just wiped my eyes. That was one thing for me. But I love that test. I thought the thruster was too um, – there's too much gray area, if yeah. that makes sense. It needs to be black and white. You know, you need to know, hey, if you step forward, fucking see ya. Yeah. No rep. Um, you got to keep your feet planted. And I think the thruster wasn't the best test of strength. If you wanted a, a more accurate test, do a clean and jerk. Yeah. Like that's that's a better test, and I get that it's like, hey, we've never done a one rep max thruster in the open, no problem. I just don't know if that's the one that's you know indicative of of the scoring. And I think more so, I think it should have been like, hey, part A should have been for time, mm. and then you earn the right to get a thruster. If like that makes that. sense, because I think the thruster fucked a bunch of people over on the leaderboard. Where if you, you know, score 10 pounds higher than this guy, your score is a thousand places ahead of him yeah. or something like that. You know, I might be exaggerating. For men, I think that the, the aim was like you had to get around the low to mid 200s. Like that was a good score. In yeah. The which is tough. It's not. I mean, that's not an easy thing to achieve. But like the point A and point B, I love the aspect. I just think it should have been point A for time or mm. like, you know, zero to 10 minutes. If you make it through or whatever, zero to 12. I minutes. really like those kind of schemes. And then you get the opportunity to lift if you earn it. Sure. But you have to earn the opportunity to lift. I think that's 
a way we program like um, sometimes and stuff like that. So that's just one opinion I had. I, and I just didn't think the thruster was the best. Besides the fact I'm not a big fan of thrusters, but um, I didn't think the thruster was the best test of max strength. I don't know if you want to add anything to that. I just think that, you know, one of the things that we see is sometimes Bosman, like the guy who programs the open. So we think as coaches, like, what can we expect next year? You see him trying stuff in the quarterfinals and age group qualifiers. Like the shuttle run came up in the age group qualifier with the rope climb. Remember, you yeah. need it. Yeah. And it's cool to see that in the open. Mm-hmm. So keep an eye on stuff that comes into the open from that. I, I enjoyed the shuttle run. To be honest, next year you could see Burpee ring muscle ups. That'd be, that'd be really hard for some folks. That'd definitely be a bottleneck. In my opinion. Yeah. I, th- I think that's but just a natural cool. progression, whether it's, you know, whether it's open next year, quarterfinals next year. I think Boz is just a guy who, like Chase Ingram was talking about, like burpee pullovers, mm. like you did in grid before, mm. could be something as well. But I think he's a guy who looks forward from the past. Yeah. So, like, he could take that burpee pull-up. Hey, we did burpee pull-ups. Could start with burpee pull-ups. Go to burpee ring muscle up or bar muscle up yeah. for you know all we know or burpee chest to bar, burpee toes to bar, whatever. Um, but yeah, I like the Metcon. Just wish that was a subtle change, you know. And and that doesn't favor our gym. I just think that's but with the thrust. It's just so saying. tough. Yeah, yeah. It's just so tough. Um, I think you have to earn your weightlifting in in that type of you know online format setting. Mm. Um, I think that should be how it goes. Just my thoughts. Okay, we'll move on to workout number three. Um, six minute time cap, complete as many reps as possible. This was tough. It was fast because a lot of people struggled here. This is one thing we'll talk about where it comes, comes a little bit more down to the barbell. Five wall walks, 50 double unders, 15 snatches. I believe weight one was 95, 65. Um, Prescribed. Then you go back five wall walks, 50 double unders, 12 snatches, 135, 95. All right. And if you didn't get through that, you didn't get to move on. And that goes back to what we talked about. Like you get to advance mm-hmm. the way Bosman programs, Adrian Bosman programs. Um, you get advancement if your fitness allows you to. If completed, you advance and you get to add three minutes to the time cap, 20 strict handstand push-ups, 50 double-unders, nine snatches at 185, mm-hmm. uh, I believe 125. And then if you get past that, 20 strict handstand push-ups, 50 dubs, six snatches, at uh, 225, 155. 155, 145, something like that. Might have been 155. I think it was 155. Okay. Yeah, it's 155. Scroll down. There we go. Um, but yeah, let's look at this. Skill work, skill work, weightlifting. Skill work, skill work, weightlifting. So you got, you know, you got your gymnastics, cardiovascular with double under, weightlifting. So it's just a classic CrossFit combo, triplet. Um, wall walks, we program wall walks a lot. Mm-hmm. We've seen the improvement. Love it. Double unders, I think that's a place people can improve on. Yep. Just naturally speaking. You know, I think that wasn't the bottleneck, though. I don't think that's what stopped you. If you knew that was going to stop you, the score might have not been the best. If you, you're doing one at a time or things like that. Not trying to personally attack anybody who was doing that because I know people want to RX the workout. But then 15 snatches. 95-65 is a moderate load. But how did those snatches feel for you? 95-65? Not bad. I mean, they kind of got the heart rate going. Going, yeah. And I think you had to be careful about your grip a little bit because you're coming off of the jump rope. Totally. So I think you have to be careful. The tough part I thought was going back to the five wall walks. Yeah. Off the snatches. So advancing to the to the five wall walks was tough and you you can't and I forget um who said it to us. Oh, the woman who dropped in from Minnesota. Yep. Really good good gal. I forget her name right now. Lisa. Yes. Lisa. She was just saying to you and I, like, hey, like if you ever think you have enough time, just don't. That's all you know? that that's always how it is in those like 
And we saw that with four a couple minutes, of our you got to make it to the next four minutes, and you get three more minutes. We always, How could I not make it? There's it's like there's dude. never enough time. So five wall walks, fifty dubs, twelve snatches, one thirty five ninety five. That's what effed people was the one thirty five ninety five because we're good at wall walks. A lot of people are good at double unders. The snatch is at one thirty five ninety five under that heavy of fatigue. Not that you know we have a ton of people who are bad at snatches. I just think at that fatigue point, can you snatch one thirty five ninety five consistently enough to make it? Yeah, and I think at that point you're thinking for for most folks, it's how fast are your singles? How yep. much rest are you avoiding in between? Efforts, you know, hundred percent, and getting staying close to your bar, getting back on the bar as it drops, and just having a cadence. Twelve's not an easy number. I mean, you kind of gotta, you know, get past the midway point and keep chipping through. Um, so yeah, but it, how is your drop under right? Are you focus? Are you oh, are you focusing more on your pull and trying to rip it from the floor? You gotta over. Are you using your technique and trying to yes have a have a good pull, but also using a little bit of a drop under? I remember you walked by as I was going to the one thirty five barbell before I started them. Um, and you're like over pull it Yeah 100% and, and I was like thank god you said that And I feel like we always say that You say it to me too I feel like we always say that When it's like a, a weight a, increase yeah. A weight increase Coming off of something else Where your heart rate's already high The thing that got me on that Advancing I, I was happy to advance Pumped Not a brag Because I got to 20 strict handstand pushups And was like Big middle finger To my face Those were Those were very tough That was my stopping point mm-hmm. Again gymnastics You know Some people when they look at this workout 135.95 was their stopping point or double unders was their stopping point. Okay, um, for me it was strict handstand pushups. For you it was the barbell. Again, mm. you got through twenty fifty, and then you got there, and you friggin' had that one eighty five over your head. Yeah, it was just tough. It it, it fell forward. Mm-hmm. You know, and I, I thought it was a great workout. I'm I'm being honest. I, I wish it was. I wish it was a little longer, but I understand why it wasn't. Yeah, I understand why it couldn't be either. I think that's probably, like I think there was a lot of. Like the first open workout and the third one was was good cross classic CrossFit like in terms of a chipper format on the first one and then the third one was just was a triplet of all the movements you mentioned like gymnastic skill jump rope and then weightlifting right mm-hmm. so I thought those were well programmed I I think that you know when when we look to program stuff you think about the different time domains like is there a sprint is there a medium is there a longer one and I think CrossFit tries to test the different time domains in these little four-minute, you know, advancement window workouts. So I think that's what their aim was when I look at how are they trying to program it. But it also reflects back to the point we talked about earlier where you see the theme of some of these workouts being, okay, start with manageable movements, manageable weights, manageable skills, and then gradually, you know, keep progressing. And it's harder to do that when your heart rate's high and you're already tired. So being capable of training, you know, high skills when you're tired is important, which I think we do a good job of, right? Yeah. Like I think someone coming in fresh and being like, oh, I can do strict handstand push-ups fresh. Cool, good for well, you. Well, try it yesterday after we did, you know, a bunch of sandbag Low carries, carries yeah. you know, and you have to go into strict handstand push It's different. It's different. Great programming this week. And, you know, putting the, putting the time in to train that, to train that in your body helps. Love it. Love now, it. Now, let me, let me ask this question. What Do would you, you give it out of 10? What would you give this year's open out of 10? Score out of 10. I thought it was really good. I thought I'd give it like an eight and a half. Eight and a half? I thought this was, this was, I really liked this year. I'd give it like a 7.4. I'm, I'm biased, so I, I you know, I kind of liked them. Yeah. Yeah, they were good for you. I think the only, the only different one that would skew people is. Thruster? The thruster one, the second one, because it was different. Yeah. Because it was the bourbon. At first I was like, this is stupid. But actually coaching it and like, you know. It's yeah. way better than watching it live or something like that. You're like, wow, this is boring. Here, here's a question for you. Okay. 
as someone who Shoot, pro- partner. as someone who programs for our gym, right? As the programmer for our gym, what did you take away that you look to bring to the gym in this coming year till the next open? Maybe time domain wise, maybe some of the things we talked about, like skill progression wise. Was there anything that you think beyond what we're what our current strategy is that you'd filter in, that you change, that you add more of? Skill. You got to be skilled. You got to be. You got to be able to. You got to be able to do a muscle up. You got to be able to do a handstand push up. You got to be able to snatch ninety five. Um, you know, I said I said that on a podcast a while ago. You know, when we were breaking down the open afterwards, mm-hmm. like. It's not that we don't snatch heavy. We do. Like, we snatch. Well, 135, you know. We do 155. We have those workouts. Um, I don't know. It's just strict handstand push-ups. Obviously, I've been programming those a lot more already. Um, Bar muscle-ups last week were great. It's just you, like, when you program for not professionals all the time, and I'm not a professional, dude, so this isn't a shot at anybody, but you got to make sure that everybody's getting a piece of the pie here at at our gym. Like, you got to think of... Everybody from you and Danny to somebody who just came out of on-ramp. Like, I can't just, well, guess what? Today we're doing Amanda, which is 975 squat snatches at 135 and ring muscle-ups. Well, what do I do? You go home. And we would never imagine. Yeah, imagine I said that to somebody. I'd be like, cool, cancel my membership. You know what I'm saying? Um, That's just not what we do. So you got to think about workouts. Like, you could take part of Amanda and and put it into into play where – Everybody can do it yeah. or stuff like that. But my biggest takeaway, and I'm just going to harp on this forever. Yes, you got to be strong. Like you got to be strong enough at, at moderate loads, but you have to have skill, man. Mm-hmm. You have to have a muscle up. You have to have handstand pushups. You got to have wall walks. Got to have toes to bar, you know? And I saw today and we'll get into the quarterfinals and then age group to some degree. Just, it's just, come on. You got to be able to have. Toes to bar, chest to bar, bar muscle ups. You got to be able to have those all in your repertoire, all in your tool bag. Let's get to quarterfinals though. Workout one, nine front squats, 225. Nine handstand, nine 25 foot increment handstand walks. 15 front squats, 185. 15 ring muscle ups. 21 front squats, 135. 21 chest to wall handstand push ups. My first question about for you, like since you did this workout, what was it like going from 225 down to 135? Because normally you see, like, for us at least, mm. we don't start heavy and then go down. We mm. start light and build up. Like, so now we're getting to quarterfinals. I know yeah, we talked about the Open on, on other episodes. but Coach this, Jake this and is, Danny Fake. This will be brand new qualified, content. Qualified for the quarterfinals. Hopefully next year we have even more athletes. Yeah, that. so I'd say, number one, the goal is to keep building a stable, of uh, to continue to build toward having a stable of athletes who qualify for quarterfinals. Yeah. And in that process, everyone gets fitter. Totally. You know, and I think the programming does a great job of, you know, our daily program does a great job of catering to everyone, to your point. And then there's RX plus options for those who want to continue to, to challenge themselves competitively. Of course. So um, we're excited. I, I just want to say I'm excited this year coming forward to try and continue to train harder to get to quarterfinals again, have more folks join the quarterfinal effort. And a lot of it comes into, are you pushing every day? Are you pushing yourself when you're tired? Are you watching how long you rest? Are you continuing to build your engine and work your skills? The quarterfinals, I thought were a really good test, and they. Um, so, what do you think about that? The first Starting one, starting at two twenty five. Two twenty five to your question. Two twenty five back down to one thirty five. Um, one thirty five felt so good. So when you descend, when you go from two twenty five in the first round, and then one eighty five in the second round, and one thirty five at the end, one thirty five felt so nice. Even yeah. though there were more reps, it's just 
strength has always been a limiter for me. And to have kind of less weight at the end, I, I enjoyed. That's fair. The, so going through the nine front squats at the top, um, I wish I had been squatting more, continuing to build my leg strength, which I need to. Felt a little heavy. I think I broke it up 5-4. Handstand walks were great. It was just a, nine lengths is a lot. So down, back, down, back, down, back, back down, yeah. back, down. Got a little tight, right? Got a little tight from that. And then going to the front squats, just tried to do three sets of five at 185. Muscle-ups, again, heart rate gets high at that point. I think I did sets of five or three. Maybe there was a two in there at some point. 21 front squats back at 135 felt amazing. And then the 21 chest-to-wall handstand push-ups, which is basically these this new skill that they're incorporating, like reverse handstand push-ups. Um, if you want to think of it that way, reverse strict handstand push-ups, very hard. Yeah. Very hard at that point. Because everything's kind of smoke, like... Certain certain competitions, like we've done before at Bacon Beatdown, where they've had front squats in a handstand walk. I remember that. It was like front squats in a handstand, oh, yeah. which yeah. is a tough. It's like a right side up, upside down thing. So Core's blast. It's just it's just tough, right? It's tough. And then after all that stuff to those chest walls at the end, um, it was hard. I think I got through like a handful of them. It's awesome. And then got whatever time cap at the 15-minute mark. But... It's so cool to to be doing the same workouts as some of the the higher level people and see how far they get and how just they crush it. So yeah, that was a that was a tough one. A lot of squatting strength, a lot of gymnastic strength, like we've been talking about, being good at that kind of stuff. And I was really happy for for Danny because you know we always talk about spending time on Thursdays or after class to work on skills you want to get better at. And I think he's he did that the past year, getting better at his handstand walking, and to see that pay off for him in this moment, like in the quarterfinals, is really cool. So I think, I you know, whenever we talk about double unders or rope climbs or kipping or pull-ups or toes-to-bar, spending time, you know, incrementally, you know, every week makes a huge difference. Totally. You know? So cool. that was cool to see. Good workout. Mm-hmm. Good workout. Gymnastics, just saying. Okay, Let's gymnastics. go to the next one. Workout two, 12-minute arm wrap, eight dumbbell snatches, 70 pounds or 50 pounds for women, um, arm number one. So you got to do them all on the same side. Eight overhead walking lunge steps on that same arm. Eight dumbbell snatches, arm number two, same weight. Eight overhead walking lunge steps on arm number two. So you go right, right, left, left. Then you do 40 crossovers with the with the jump rope. Then you go back to the dumbbell. Um, thoughts on this? Yeah, it was a crossover one. The crossovers were kind of the tough part. The separator, right? Yeah. yeah. I remember the night before I was watching YouTube on tutorials on how to do these, and I picked up some things like try not to lift your hands, you know, cross wide like a bear hug. Um, try to swing it over, then uncross your hands. So we had to find a little bit different rope. We used the Zeus rope in the back. But, I mean, the lunges were fine. 70s tough, single arm, but it wasn't like the end of the world. It was just yeah. the crossovers. And it's cool that our guys got to experience that this week in the programming too. Yeah. So it was really cool that our athletes did. And some folks who like... Can't do double-unders. Can't do double-unders. Crushing them. Crush. Some of our older athletes, crushing them. Crush. Crushing these crossovers. So it's just a really cool, um, I know some people are It's like, humbling. It's humbling. Some, it's humbling. And some people are like, oh, how could they do this? And oh, what are we doing this for? We've been working yeah. on double one. But it's just cool to challenge yourself. That's what I said that day. Like, hey, if you have the mindset, like, this is stupid. Guys from Misfit post that. Post on my story and the Bloodline story. If you think that way, like, you already lost. Like, mm-hmm. you already have lost this game. You haven't been working on them. That's your problem. That's your problem. And that just makes me, like, ready, like, from a programmer's perspective, like, okay, I'm not going to let this, if that comes up in the open, I won't let me be the reason that our athletes aren't ready for it. Or at least they haven't seen it. Are they working on it? I don't know. 
Yeah. You know, like, are they embarrassed and like, hey, I'm not going to do that. Cool. Then you're going to get cooked by the people who have. Like, I was embarrassed that day. I sucked at them. And it was like the same feeling I had when I couldn't do double unders. This was you Wednesday. Know? We programmed it for the class. Um, And then I just kept working on them. Even after the workout, I was friggin' pissed. I was like, man, I suck at single unders too. Because we did single unders, double unders, crossovers in a in a workout paired with deadlifts. It was tough. Um, and then I just stayed after. And I was eventually able to get like 20 in a row, which was a great feeling. You guys had 40 in this workout. That's a ton. Yeah. You would go on some runs where it was great. It was really impressive. And Danny said it too. He was like, it was just execution on the crossovers. It wasn't that he, you know, the snatches and lunges weren't the hard part for him. Yeah. It was the execution on the crossovers. So. 100%. Anything else to add on that one, Bubba? No. Pretty straightforward. Oh, well, this will be a quick one. Workout number three, five rounds for time. This will be fast. Five burpee box jump overs, one clean and jerk at 275 um, or 185 for women. 30-inch box, 24-inch box. Add one clean and jerk every single round. Talk to me. Yeah, so this was a workout that was definitely out of strength bias. It's the burpees totally. were like nothing. And, but that was um, your strength workout for the quarterfinal. Yeah, and it's. I also saw the 275 come up in the team quarterfinals did it i haven't seen it yeah it was the teams had to do them so like both males and both females had to be able to do them it's crazy and so this was a tough one for me because i'm not strength biased i'm more gymnastics biased cardio but it's always a reminder when i when i go into these type of workouts that i need to you know focus on strength and try and maintain everything else and build and build so it was cool and you know so for me it was a five burpee box boards for time and sometimes that's how the cookie crumbles but, 100%. you know, you, like anything, right? You have a bad workout, you have a bad wrestling match, you have a bad fight, whatever. Like, how are you going to react afterward, which I think is is, help, is, is is the key. Is it is it piss and moan? Yeah. Or, okay, I got to get better. Yeah. Even, even during classes like this week, I, th- I think some people felt great after the crossovers or some people were down and out or whatever the workout was. And the thing is, like, dude, you're not always going to have... Yeah, oh, man. You're not always going to have, like, a gold medal workout. Like it's, it's a great feeling. In my opinion, it's a great feeling because it's like, okay, cool, I can come back. Like, why did this stop? Let me let me, let me re it. Oh, yeah, that's okay. I'll keep going. It's like, oh, man, this isn't just wall balls and snatches. Um, but it's like, come on. Like, why Why is... um, Like, it, it's, it's a great opportunity for us to, you know, like, oh, man, this is something new. Like, let's go. Like, oh, I suck at this. Cool. For me, that's exciting because I'm like, and I, I suck at a ton of stuff still, but you just got to get better. Just got to get better. Keep getting better. So you see this stuff and you're like, yep, another day. Yeah. Another day. Oh, cool. Like snatches, box jumps. Cool. So another like, day. even though we're talking about quarterfinals, you may be like, well, I don't really, you know, I can't relate to this. You can relate to the themes of this and, you know, knowing what it's like to reach a barbell that's heavy, knowing what it's like to find gymnastic skills that are tough. And all it is, is just like, okay, man, it's off season. Let's train. Like, this is the exciting time to get better at stuff, you know? Yeah. Like, it's great to hit these workouts and to qualify, but then afterwards, it's like, okay, what do I got to work on, and what's the plan, you know? And Love it. Showing up every day is the secret. Love it, bub. Next one, workout four. I like this one a lot, mainly because it was like old old school CrossFit feels. Uh, workout four was 20-minute AMRAP, 1,000-meter row, oh, 50 man. GHD sit-ups, 500-meter row, 25 V-ups, back to the top. So I want to talk about this one. This is this was um, a rowing GHD V-up workout, and... um. We row, which was great. Felt fine on the row, just maintaining a pace. GHDs and V-ups were tough. GHDs, was 50 was tough. We did it at your house because we don't have the GHD here, which I hope to bring the GHD here um, at some point, maybe next year. You can buy your own. Um, <laughs> but it was hard, and I remember even 
we did at your house and Zeke was having lunch or something and I was like moaning, like screaming, like, oh, like, oh, get up, like abdomen work, get up to touch the thing and uh, another rep. Uh. And Zeke's like, Uncle Jake hurt you? Uncle Jake, okay. Uncle, Uncle Jake, Jake hurt me? Well, Uncle Jake Uncle hurt Jake me? hurt Zeke? No. And we're like, no, we're just training back here. But um, yeah, it was really hard. It was old school, man. It felt like, you know, it was cool. A lot um, of core work. Just doing it at the house. I know. <laughs> So we it did this, funny, for those who don't know, like we did this workout in Zach's garage because of the GHD apparatus, which is, is just too large to kind of have a lot of at the gym. It just would take up way too much space if we had a yeah, bunch of them. It's tough. So it comes out in quarterfinals and that's the one occasion where it gets programmed. So I had to use it, but it was cool doing a workout in the garage. You know, it, it, you would dip down and the sun would be in your eyes and then yeah. back up. And then I eventually opened Kelly's trunk and sitting in Kelly's trunk and you know people the neighbors are walking by and what the fuck are they doing so what are these guys doing I, I liked it I thought it was cool I think it just came down to the GHTs for you too yeah. like the V-ups looked so brutal man and again it's just a fucking dumb dumb thing like going back to the thruster it's so much gray area with the V-ups and but it's something too that like it's cool because it's like oh those are brutal you know yeah. like you could tell those are brutal but I think it just came down to the GHDs for you too. It wasn't about the rowing, you know. I thought you guys held great paces. I just think you guys were just take a fifty GHDs is nothing to sneeze at. So yeah. I'm not trying to act that way. I just, you know, abdomen was definitely sore after. Firing, yeah. So abdomen was definitely come sore. over, use the GHD whenever you want, Bubba. It's not, it's not anything. Oh, I'm gonna like have that. to. Um, v ups though, I think are one that we could definitely throw in on occasion into wave training or something along yeah. those lines because it is a good core totally movement. Fair. It works that compression of the core, which totally also fair. helps with toast to bar. Toast to bar, yeah. Toast to bar, right? Um, I, when I saw this one, I knew you were going to absolutely smash it. Cause this is like, this, this is like a, a workout. This I would is a program. bloodline. This is a bloodline. This workout. is like a workout I would Fifth program one. for, for, for the gym, you know? Um, so 21 deadlifts, 225, 155, 21 chest to bar pull-ups, 15 deadlifts, 275, 185, 15 bar muscle ups, nine deadlifts, 315 or 205, nine rope climbs. That's the only thing that's tough. Like I don't program that much volume of rope climbs. Um, sorry. Mm. Um, but yeah, I mean. It's just, that's that, that that's a home run. That's like, for you guys, up to the plate, let's knock it out of the park. And you guys did well. Danny finished. You finished. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. That was my, that was my best placement score-wise um, on, on this one. Um, but I know that a lot of people in the world got held up by the rope climbs. 100%. And it took them, like, a while. Oh, yeah. High-level guys. Yeah. I was and watching. Obviously, this is a lot of grip when you think about grabbing the bar for deadlifts, grabbing the bar for the gymnastic stuff, and grabbing the rope at the end. But... It was cool, and it showed off, like, we do we do ascending deadlift schemes in our workouts, and we do our rig work and our muscle-up work, and, of course, we love our rope climbs. So it really was a time to shine for, for bloodline programming because this one fit right into the mold. So it was really cool. Yeah. Yeah, I, I just saw it. I'm like, that's one I don't have to worry about those two on. Yeah. Because that's just what we do. I know the volume of the rope climbs was tough for Danny. Um, not tough for him. It's just, like, it's a lot. I mean, yeah, nine, nine's, nine's, nine's a, a lot. Amount. Nine's a lot, man, and... Um, I'm just, I'm just really proud of your time, Danny's time and proud of you guys for just, I mean, that's three years in a row yeah. making the quarterfinals. That's, that's like, it's, it's, it's huge. It's, you know, it makes me proud as a coach. It makes me proud as a programmer that you guys are just, you know, you said it too, as well about Danny, like the guy's just getting fitter as he gets older. Yeah. It is inspiring. Fucking crazy. You know what I mean? And it's just something to aspire to. Like the people who are like, Oh, wait till you're my age. Like Danny's not saying that shit. Danny's not saying that shit. He, he's Nobody. getting older and fitter. Yep. And it's it's cool. Like even today, More skilled. We'll get into the age group stuff, but it's cool that today like we had other athletes join him on the age group qualifiers, which was really cool to see too. 
Yeah, we might hold off on the yeah. age group qualifiers. Oh, okay, that's fine. Yeah, we, we can go through it once Danny gets through all the workouts and kind of break it down. I just want to, I just like, when you hear the workouts, like what was the movement or the weight maybe or anything where you hear that and you're like, oh, shit, I can't do that. Boom, right there. That's where you got to step up to the plate and work on that stuff. Yeah. Like, oh, he said bar muscle-ups. I can't do those. Oh, 315 deadlifts. Oh, I can't do that. Oh, wall walks. Man, sucks. 50 double unders. Damn it. Crossovers sucked at those on Wednesday. Me too. Um, just understand those are the mo- opportunities, I should say, um, for you to get better. Yeah, in my opinion. Whenever they say the thing like, if if a movement, if you're thinking of a movement that you hope doesn't get programmed in yeah. a class day, in a the competition model. day, that's one that you need to focus on. You know, and not be afraid to work. Again, we talked about working on things on Thursdays, right? Yeah. Uh, you know, in between classes, after class, a little bit here and there makes a big difference. And again, people say like, well, how did Danny get to be this good? And how is Danny doing this? And I got to tell you, like every year he wins the like awarders in the top placement for attendance. Sh- for attendance. Yeah. Who shows up the most yep. in, he won it like two years ago, and I think he was he he top five this year. This year and like the year before, so and he has a daughter, and he has a full time job, business he's running. Yeah, so he's he's you know it's it's not like oh this guy's just oh I mean this is his job. No, it's not. It's not his job. Yeah. Trust me, it's not his job. He comes, he works out, he trains hard, and he does additional stuff that he knows he needs to work on. It's and you know it just is what it is. And um, whenever we we say this, like we always get super pumped when we talk about the open and the quarterfinals and this stuff. But the application for everyone is that the more you show up, the better you're naturally going to get at this stuff. And even the, if you don't want to go to and, quarterfinals, yeah. Even if you don't care about that stuff, you're just going to get fitter, and it's going to make your life better and easier. Your your vitals are going to get better. Your sleep, your energy levels going to get better. The natural health you have is going to get better. Like you're going to keep up with the kids better. You're going to believe it. Or not, you're going to perform better at work. You're, all this stuff just naturally happens. Because you're fit and healthy. Your nutrition comes into play because you know you need that, right? We ask about it every day. So this stuff is awesome and this exists and our focus on this exists because it's like it's like a waterfall, man. The, the attention on this just builds everyone else up. Like it just cascades down to everyone else, it. making everyone else fitter and building everyone else. Like I Like it's the end of the month, right? Start of the month today. And as always, you know, people leave the gym at the end of the month. It's just a natural reality. <laughs> but oftentimes, like I just... I feel for them because I'm like, dude, you're missing out. I'm like, yeah. you're missing because I get it. There's life. We can make the excuses, whatever. But you don't understand. Like if you just have to take an hour a day to just train and not even think about it, just drive in and show. Like you don't have to think about anything. All you have to think about is just putting the car in park and opening your door and getting out. And then and everything walk, else is And handled. walk through the and garage walk, door. And everything else is handled. Like for me, that is the easiest way. Like this is why this is why I love crosses. It's the easiest way for for people to increase their quality of life, you know, totally. health and fitness wise. Right. And that makes a huge deal. You know, we've talked before about our dad died young for various reasons. Right. But we want to be alive for our kids, our grandkids. We want our mom, you know, it is so important to be healthy for you, yourself, the longevity of your family and for future generations. So, so true, dude. I, I just, I think that everything starts with, with your health and once you find that that's ever at risk, like if you've ever been sick, like seriously sick, you quickly gain a, a fast appreciation for not having health, you know, or fast appreciation for being fit and in shape and, and having health or what, you know what I'm trying to say? I, uh, yeah, that's one of my big fears is just 
it's it sounds dumb, but like dying before you're supposed to, if that makes sense. Like I like I couldn't imagine dying at at thirty, you know, because I feel like I have so much left to do. Like there's so much for my family that I have to do to provide and and everything like that. And you hit on it. Like I want to see my sons. I want to see them grow up. I want to see them, you know, graduate school or, you know, get married and stuff like that. Like, I couldn't imagine not being healthy, but that's just, you know, us and the way we're wired a little bit. Like, I want to be around for my my family, you know, yeah. and and yeah, it's part of the business. So we have to be in shape so we don't look like fucking idiots telling other people, like, hey, you got to do this today. Like, we have to be in shape. But at the same time, I don't know, I just... I. It's just, you know, puts my brain in a pretzel sometimes. Like, how would you not want to be healthy? How would you not want to set the standard? It doesn't even matter about CrossFit either at this point that I'm speaking. Like, dude, just set an example for your kids, man. Set an example for your kids. Like, my brother talks to me. He's going to be a pediatrician. And he says that parents come in and complain to him that, like, their kids aren't having regular bowel movements. And then he goes directly to like, okay, what are they eating? What's their diet? Chicken nuggets, fucking, you know, all that bullshit. That's just process and stuff like that. And it just, I get that there's budgets, but dude, if you do this correctly, you buy from the right places or you buy the things that, you know, are on sale or this or that, dude, it's not that much more expensive. If they're eating McDonald's and Burger King, because you're eating McDonald's and Burger King, it's not always the way to go. Because you see people, we've gotten people results to the point where somebody's lost 100 pounds. Mm-hmm. Quit the gym, not immediately after, but quit the gym. We have we don't see him for six months. Comes back, gained all 100 pounds back. Yeah. And then quits again, never see him again. The hardest thing is when you quit, it's like, oh, well, I'll get back to it. Chances are you probably won't because you make a lot of excuses how hard it was initially to do that work to lose the weight. Yeah. In my opinion. And I guess like the most valuable thing you have is time. Yep. Right. And Oh, totally dude. The, the beautiful yeah, thing about that. CrossFit is that it's you're giving some golden nuggets. You could today, take, dude. you could take this time thing a number of ways. Right. The beautiful thing about CrossFit is that we do everything in an hour and you're out. Yep. Like people, like some people come in, do the workout and they split. They don't Peace. even, they don't, don't even say, say goodbye. Bye. They yeah. don't even say goodbye. They're out. Hey, see you losers. And like, and just gone. And okay. Like I'd love to like, you know, talk to know bit. you better. I'd love yeah. to talk, but I get like, Hey, that's, I get it. And there's other folks who hang around, but like on the other side of time is, you know, the more fit you are, the healthier you are, the more time you get to live, Mm. the more fit you are, the more, the more active you can be and spend your time doing other things and having different experiences. So I just think that, you know, time is everyone's most important asset. And like what we do makes it easy for people to get what they need for their health and fitness and then move on to everything else in their life. Love that. And dude, like, you're not going to be 100% motivated every day. And that's why no. people quit. They're like, well, I'm not motivated. Well, no, no. well but dude, you think, you think we're motivated every day to come? Some days I show up and I'm like, I I, I'm dragging this. a little yeah. bit. I am dragging. But you know what? As soon as you get started, as soon as you get started, it's I'm feeling better. And also, though, I want to kind of add to that. Now I'm in the game. I want to add to that. Every day is not going to be your best day. And we talked about Every yeah. day is not going to be your best day. Every day is not going to be your best day. Like, you're going to have, and I'm just, I just want to reiterate it. Like you're going to have workouts where you're supposed to crush it and somebody beats you and that's okay. 
Like it, it happens. Like you're training. You're still training. We're not expecting peak performance every day. We're just expecting effort, man. And that's what you should expect of yourself. Effort in and out of the gym, in your daily life, in your meal prep, your nutrition, with your family, your kids or your friends or anything like that. Are you around the right people that are motivating you in the right way? Are you around, you know, is your wife, is your husband, is your is your significant other, like, are they, like, somebody who's motivating you in a way that wants you to be better? Mm. Like, it's just it's just exciting if you have those people in your life. If you don't have those people, you have the negative, like, oh, woe is me bullshit. That's when it's, it's, it's taking away from the ability to get better in anything, whether it's CrossFit, whether it's life. Mm. You have those people around you. It's just, it's just going to suck the energy away from you. And then you're going to start getting that way negative about every aspect of your life. Everything that goes wrong or everything that could have gone right, it's because of this or because of that instead of like, hey, maybe you just didn't work hard enough. Yeah. Like Matt Fraser posted one time, um, somebody like he, he has like people ask questions. Do you ever feel like your hard work just didn't pay off? Because his thing is hard work pays off. And Matt's response, I love that he responded to this one. And I screenshot it and just keep it in my phone. If I feel like my hard work didn't pay off, chances are I didn't work hard enough. Mm. And it's like, dude, F yeah. Simple, but real and true. Mm. And I, I think, you know, you are who you hang around with. And that's why the community here is so important and so valuable. Because if you surround yourself with people like that show up to the gym like here, you know, you end up creating these habits that yeah. are healthy, right? The energy in the gym has been Cause, cause unreal, man. we're doing transformations, you know, challenges. We're doing nutrition check-ins. We're doing, you know, people are staying out, talking. They're training together. We're preparing for Merv, you know, all this other stuff. You know, they're staying after working on kipping and jump ropes. We're just showing up and talking when we're doing the warm-up, doing lacrosse balls. So, um, yeah, so hope, hopefully you like the uh, open talk, quarterfinal talk. Jake's worried about everybody, like, oh, man, we got black stuff on the wall and stuff. We'll get, like, placards and stuff like that in here. This to- is a new set. I feel kind of... So I feel kind of different. different. Yeah, it's it's, di- different. it's a different vibe. When we're at the house, I feel more like chill, laid back, mellow, chill. Here, I feel like a little more like engaged. There's a, there's a, there's like a, I don't know. I'm just like on more, you know, or I something. Like so I like your energy. I think it's, I think it's good. I think it's good, right? Oh, I love it. I love it. And All it's right. easy. We can produce a lot of content in here. Yeah, we're gonna try and do stuff, man. We're gonna try and like Instagram reels or you know motivational stuff or whatever. I don't know, like. We just were in this mindset like, hey, we probably shouldn't post a ton. And then when we do, we get great like engagement. We're not going to be the people who are posting three times a day. But I think the stuff we do can help a lot of people, not only our members, but people that need help that maybe aren't getting it or want to become better coaches or gym owners or, you know, stuff like that. I don't know. Cool. Good. Well, let me get some music playing then. I love this song, by the way. Um, NF The Search Ladies and gentlemen Thank you for tuning in To another Episode of No Days Off Um, This might be one of the last Episodes with The title No Days Off So Enjoy it while you can guys Um, Jay anything to add brother If you're not subscribed Subscribe No that's it Um, It's cool to be in the gym Doing this podcast Stay consistent with your training Show up Even if you don't feel 100% motivated Those are the days You just gotta show up Love it Have a good one everybody up my vomit, OCD trying to push my buttons, I said don't touch it, now y'all done it, I can be critical, never typical, intricate with every syllable, I'm a criminal, intimate but never political, pretty visual, even if you hate it, I'll make you feel like you're in it though, you call me what you want, but never call me forgettable, leave you deep and down, I can never swim in the kiddie pool, waited, I've been thinking the cinema.
for me now no if i'm making movies and music videos 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 yeah the sales can rise doesn't mean much though when your health declines